set. Places, everybody. And action. Hi guys, you're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany and I'm here to introduce a very special thing that we are going to be doing. Um, this is our first ever mini episode. During our episode on Dolomite, Ashley and I began discussing Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song from 1971 directed by Melvin Van Peoples. Our conversation went a little longer longer than usual so we decided to make it into a mini episode we hope you guys enjoy so um i was like hey when we were looking through the list of um movies to cover like we spoke about earlier one movie that i was like we should look into or like maybe we should consider it would be like sweet sweet (laughs) badass song starring and written by melvin van peoples and we mentioned earlier that this is a movie that is credited as being like the forefather of the black exploitation movement in hollywood mm-hmm. um i like i mentioned earlier i had some exposure to it as a kid like just running across like mostly like the ending scenes of the movie okay and watching it and just being Oh, okay. So I I understand this. I get it. And then, like, moving on about my day, it wasn't a movie that I remember, like, sitting down. Definitely didn't remember sitting down from the beginning and watching, but catching it in passing. Um, So, I see the importance of it. Um, historically, so this was a project that proved it to be possible for a Black filmmaker to make a movie for Black people and have a substantial Black audience. Mm -hmm. So that's basically like the historical significance of Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song. Yeah. And I respect it for that. And I, like, uh, last year when the Get Out craze, oh, Get Out is another movie that if you like film and you want to be special, like, you would say Get Out is, like, your favorite movie. But let me not get back on that. But (laughs) in the past, I I was like, yeah, like, Sweet Sweetback is responsible for allowing to Get Out to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, that was something that I immediately recognized in a theater while watching Get Out. And that is a statement that I stand by mm-hmm. because Sweet Sweetback definitely did a lot of stuff that you wouldn't see in a movie. Um, It's a lot, of, it's a lot of provocative stuff mm-hmm. that you typically would in the movie and I feel like Get Out also had it was pretty it it, it is 2018 provocative like I don't I don't want to be one of those people that be like mm, 
it 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 ain't exactly what people made it out to be. It's not it, but it's not exactly what people make it out to be. Kind of like Black Panther, but I'm not gonna go on to Black Panther. Oh, but bruh. oh god, I forgot about Black Panther. I didn't forget, but I. But, oh jeez, I don't. But you, I should explain. You feel what I'm saying? Like I feel like some people took some parts of Black Panther and ran with them in a direction that they probably shouldn't have. (laughs) Especially with my dear Killmonger. My goodness. You mean my Baymonger? I love Killmonger. I love him so much. Yes. Bury me with these people who died so technically they aren't your ancestors. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, wait. Okay. Like, I know this is off topic, but the part when he was like, it's like we're gonna establish basically we're gonna arm all these people across the world and have them all pledge allegiance to Wakanda and I'll hunt down anybody who doesn't, you know, a lot, you know, swear their allegiance to this country. And and I was like, this sounds very dictatory and and kind of not what we would feasible no well the thing is stuff like this happens all the time governments are behind so especially our government are behind so many uprisings and things and they will supply you know weapons and stuff to the end it never works out the way they want it to unless they i mean it never works out in the way that benefits the people it always fucks them over in some sort of way and i was just like does no one see that i don't really know like is it because is it because michael Vick? I just call it Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan looks the yes, way that he exactly. Like I just, yes. I was just kind of like Ashley. This is you know that's why this is authority authoritative. This is some authoritative shit, and, you know, and I don't know why. Yes, anybody is rooting for this because are y'all rooting for this because it's black people? And I would say yes. And I was like, this does not. It does not. It, no, it doesn't curl over for me. <laughs> it just, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I was like, oh no, but Ashley, it's because Michael Bay Jordan is fine. Like he had them fronts, he had them dreads, he had that shirt off. He was talking all that shit. Like, is this your king? I was like, I don't know, Bay. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> what you talk about? <laughs> Just, you want me to do what for Wakanda? Okay. I mean, didn't he just Is shoot his okay? Didn't he shoot his girlfriend and he lifted that lady up by her throat and stuff? And I was like, yes. we just we just all bypassed that. Okay. All right. Yeah. I know you unloyal to your bae. It's okay. You fine though. Okay, <laughs> what you want me to do? I just I ugh, that Okay. I, that was the only part of Black Panther. I was like, this isn't curling over for me. I don't like it. <laughs> so I, I was just like ooh alright yes but I, I recognized it for what it was but like yeah. the same y'all the same like the same way people speak about Black Panther is the same way they spoke about Get Out mm. and Get Out is a good movie it's a good movie I really enjoyed it talk for your reasons shit. similar to why talk your the shit the reasons I enjoy stuff like dolomite but when you what irks i know we're talking about sweet back but let me just get this off my chest 
the the things that irked me about how get out is spoken about is people like they act like Jordan Peele did that like the capital T H A T like he did that. that he did that but it's 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 a lowercase y'all it's a lowercase that he did that <laughs> he did it he did that it it's not necessarily pro- as provocative or thought it like thought provoking as people claimed it is because it's it's sanitized for 2018 you can't really do radical filmmaking and still get those kind of films funded so yes he called out racism in a very creative way he did a lot of different things and he deserves his props for that Mm -hmm. but y'all did entirely too much to get out like it it, you did too much you did too much i'm tired of people (laughs) saying that you suck in a sunken place bitch we all suck in a sunken place like every day all day I don't like people referring to being married to a Kardashian as being in the sunken place because, bitch, we know. Like, <laughs> look at Kanye. Like, look how dead his eyes is. Oh, like, God. we know. Like, fine. This is like people who don't read enough books and um, reference Harry Potter at every given thing. Like, bitch, Word, I wish y'all expand your horizons and learn some more. I think that. But anyway. I think the thing with, with Get Out. It kind of reminds me of the thing with the Childish Gambino video where everybody had like, (laughs) I I will also say I didn't watch it. I have not watched it and I probably won't because I don't fucking feel like it is, is my basic reason. (laughs) And, and you know how everybody kind of had like their symbolism sort of thing. It reminds Mm -hmm. me of art history. When I was in art history class, you had to kind of like pick apart the symbolism and give your argument and stuff. And I bullshitted so much in that class. <laughs> like I, I was like, yeah, this is, this means this and this and this and this. And I was like, uh, I, I, I guess this is all, but I just saw the one part when he was like doing the whole gun thing behind somebody's head. And I was like, I don't think I want to watch that. So I, you don't know, like that delicate gunshot, like, boo-doo. yeah, I, I like that was so beautiful. I did, it reminded me of, like dance class. I did not watch it. So I think maybe it's kind of like on that level because I, I think I considered muting the words, this is America, but then I feel like if something happened to the country, I wouldn't know because I would have <laughs> muted out. <them. laughs> like, oh, what happened? Yeah, I was like, oh shit. What happened? Aliens came? What happened? I, I didn't know. <laughs> so I muted I muted out some, but maybe maybe that's it. I don't even I don't even remember the hype for Get Out honestly anymore because I I saw it and I enjoyed it. I've only seen it once um, in the theater. I enjoyed it. I didn't really do too much. It, I mean, it kind of reminds me of just um, I guess he's coming for dinner, but like the horror movie version, like the extreme horror movie version mm. of it. So I don't know. <laughs> But but y'all feel me when I like say that sweet sweet back ran wait wait walked <laughs> so get out could fly oh yeah like walked so this <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but sweet sweet back is I don't know what the fuck I watched like. <laughs> 
Um, I don't know what the this, fuck we watched either, and I was I, so upset when I watched. I it. felt like we should have called CPS. Oh. Like I feel like we should have called Child Protective Services after watching it in the first two we minutes. We need to be the time haters um, and go back in time to 1970, yes. 1970 or 1971 <laughs> or whatever the fuck, and call CPS. Like, Melvin fan people. Holy shit. <laughs> what the fuck is this? My god. I don't get the f- Okay, we so we need to just say what happened. We just need to say what happened. Yes. Okay. So, Sweet Sweetback is about a man named Sweet Sweetback and he's given this name from the incident uh that uh happens when the movie opens. Mm-hmm. Um he was raised in a brothel mm-hmm. and he he works at the brothel and he also performs in a sex show. So yeah, he's like a, he is given he's an orphan. that name. So he doesn't have any parents. It's not like one of the yeah. it's not like one of the given- sex workers is his mom. He, like, he doesn't have any he doesn't have any family. I don't even know if he had a name before they gave him Sweetback. He does. Oh, he did. It's revealed like later on in the movie, but oh, okay. the way the movie is edited you wouldn't know that all right <laughs> well um it took me a minute to like figure out what was going on mm-hmm. um so he's giving it because apparently he is a good lover with the big penis and i'm like this is but this is set when he's a child like 12 like he's a kid yeah like he uh there's so there is a nude scene like he's doing his, I guess he's like a towel boy or something. He's doing his little towel duty around the brothel, and one of the the sex workers calls him into her room, and I guess she's like, "Oh yeah, I I guess she just says take your clothes off." Like they just take their clothes off, and like <sighs> young Sweetback is played by Mario Van Peebles, who is Melvin's son. <laughs> so you got your mm-hmm. son on screen. Basically pretending to have, you see him nude, like full frontally nude, nude with this like adult actress, and they're just pretending to do it. And I was like, I think this happens in the first three minutes of the movie, and I literally, te- I texted Brittany like all caps, like what the fuck is? This? <laughs> I was like, I think I tweeted you and was like. I was like, bitch. <laughs> and, then I put, and then I put that gif of a little scrappy saying, I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> because I literally, I was like, I had just finished eating and everything. And I was like, oh my God. Like, what the fuck is happening? And the scene goes on for a while. Like, it's so. I feel like it's a good five minutes. Yeah. Like, the whole opening is that scene and it's just like the same parts over and over and like moaning and oh yeah i'm like and there's, and there's like and, the title card and and there's like the part where it says that it's starring the black community which is like superimposed over like this moaning woman's face and i was like this is a whole lot to see <laughs> in the in the first like you know less than five minutes after the movie started and I was like, I was watching it a little earlier than you had. I was like, oh my God, what did I do? And I was like, oh my God, I hope Ashley is not watching this at work. Girl, I almost did. I almost did. And I reread the thing. Because usually when I watch movies at work, I go to like a part, like it's usually during lunch or whatever. And I go to a part of the 
of the office where like I can sit with my computer facing like the wall like I'm like there's the wall behind me nobody's like sitting behind me or whatever because we have like an open office and I thought about it and I was going to do it and then I reread the synopsis and I was like that sounds like a lot let me save that for later and I think you might have said something too and so I was like no let me just wait and I'm so glad I did because I was dumbfounded (laughs) like I can't believe I was like Ashley, don't do this at work. I was like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, they're going to have her ass in the HR. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, man. Dope. Oh my God. It was dope. That basically, oh God. That, that scene basically fucked everything else for me. I have no idea what else happened in this movie. I have like a very, very vague idea. I sat and watched the whole movie, and the whole time I was like, I fucking can't believe that and also we should say who helped finance this movie that's important Uh, okay (laughs) so i wanted to know like who was responsible for this um outside of melvin van peoples like who who can i be mad at as well and i i found that person so we're already um, mad at him so like with the it worked (laughs) like yeah it was like perfect um, so this movie, like a lot of black movies, had a very hard time being financed. And Melvin Van Peoples um like financed it to a certain point, but then he couldn't come up with the rest. So he was given fifty thousand dollars by Bill Cosby. Bill Bill Cosby gave him money for this movie, uh. which I found to be weird. For a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, The first reason being. Bill Cosby is gross. And. At first when you find out. Like how disgusting. And horrible he is as a human being. It hurts because you. Do it like. You think this nigga really is. Cliff Hustable like. He like the Cosby show was one of my absolute favorite shows growing up. I love, love, love to this day, a different world. Like that is the reason why I wanted to go to HBCU. Mm-hmm. Jasmine Guy, Whitley Gilbert, like that. She's my idol, like point blank. I love that. But now that I know Bill Cosby is despicable, fucking disgusting, gross human being, it it's like ugh. And especially when you see the subject matter of what is in Sweet Sweetback, it's just another added. But then you got to think about like prior to us finding out that he's a serial rapist, um, Bill Cosby spent a lot of time um, perpetuating like respectability politics. Mm -hmm. Like every time he opened up his fucking foot and pop filled mouth. He would be telling people to pull up your pants, speak right, don't be talking all that jibber jabber, you know, don't listen to loud music, just telling music. black people how to be black and he does not like, like rap music. Telling people how to be black in ways that are acceptable to white people. And like prior to rewatching um Dolomite and watching Sweetback, I was watching um I feel like which I was watching Eddie Murphy Raw. I think that was the one that I was watching. Mm-hmm. 
And he was talking about how Bill Cosby called him one day talking about how raunchy his act was and how he needed to clean up his language. And I was like, when you think about what he has done, it's like this despicable nigga. Like, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> but it's just, it was just weird to find out like how Bill Cosby had like such this clean cut um, public image and would donate his money to something like Sweet Sleepback, a movie that at one time like was marketed as being rated X by a white man's jury or some shit, but it's just rated R. Oh. It should be rated like not appropriate for Dude, life. When I saw that all. part when he was like, it was rated X by an all white jury. And I was like, maybe there's a good reason. Like, my God, dude, you just can't be having your little son pretending to have sex on screen with an adult lady. Like, that's so, ugh. I don't, I don't, I don't, ugh. What is going through some of you motherfuckers' heads? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I and I I know the uh, I have no idea. Like I know the premise of the movie is important in the fact that you see like this black dude and he's like the hero of the story and you know he's trying to escape I guess oppressive power structures and that kind of thing. But like shit, dude, <laughs> it just fucked up everything for the rest of the movie. God, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Fuck. It 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 does taint everything once you see it. Oh, so basically, like sweet sweet back is um raised in this house. He performs at shows. You see a lot of see a lot of full frontal nudity, and it's like I don't really want this right now. Like after like every like I don't I don't want to see this, bro. Um, and what like. This is another thing where it doesn't seem coherent and it seems due to like budget issues. Like the storytelling is off for some reason because I had a hard time like figuring out what the movie is actually about. Like why is Sweet Sweetback being um, chased down? So the editing is very one night. It's like extremely fast paced and it's not like the films that were probably before it where they were very like that nice sort of crossfade and all that like it's very much like chop 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 which is very common now for some directors to make stuff mm-hmm. really choppy and some people's like signature but at the time it was very uh, original and sort of different and i know i've seen people like compare it to like this like jazz music with how it's very like um I guess it's experimental and I guess, you know, jazz music doesn't really have like a, like a super strict structure and that kind of thing. It's very like more improv, improvisational, Jesus words, improvisational is the word. So I get that part, but it also makes it very incoherent in parts. And I feel like it's one of those movies where you'd probably have to watch it more than once, but also I don't know if I want to watch it ever again. No, <laughs> this, this is a one and done for me, y'all. Yeah. Like I, I can't. Um, so this is another thing where we have like more cricket cops. So at 
the place where um, Sweetback works, he overhears like um, some LAPD officers come talk to like the guy who owns the place that he works mm-hmm. um, named Beetle. And they tell him that a black man has been murdered and the people like the residents in the community are asking for the suspects to be brought in. So what they are trying to do is to basically come up with somebody to pin this murder on just so they can stop getting complaints about it. So they go and they want to ask a beetle to, um, let them pin the murder on Sweetback. And what they were like, the plan is for them to arrest Sweetback to say, this is who did it and let him go because he didn't do it, but they still arrested a suspect. And the club owner is like, okay, yeah, whatever you guys can do it. And so they arrest him. And in the process of transporting him, they also come across a Black Panther and they arrest him too, mm-hmm. or they try to, but somehow they get into an altercation and um, the Sweetback and the Black Panther do kind of like assault the police and Sweetback knocks the police out. And that kind of puts a bounce, like a target on him. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is where like the story kind of like goes downhill. Um, because he goes on the run from the police and he gets like he comes into contact with like the police officers and they try to arrest him but he gets free and he goes to like hide out in different places around the community mm-hmm. and the only places like he can stay like he has to exchange sex for somewhere to stay um but like not nowhere he goes actually like works out for him mm-hmm. and he a lot of like he goes to see his ex yeah, like it's most of the ninety percent of this movie is like nudity and like him running and like when I was watching this, I was like, he's just like a video vixen from like a like cowboy themed oh video. My and like God. the first video I thought of was like um Mystical's been so long video. Like he's low key just like Corinne Stevens in there. Like <laughs> Oh my god! He, he, like, yeah, she got on like, like cowboy pants and pasties, but it's like, like it's, crushed velvet, it's similar concept, right? It's like crushed velvet, yes. like gold and and like a black shirt or something. Like he's he's it looks hot. Like look really he in hot. LA, he running long sleeve like black shirt with a vest on top I of it, and like I can't imagine actually sweet pants wearing any of this stuff. Like I feel like Dolomite's clothes look very breathable. Yeah, these clothes look very hot. But I mean, I know this was the pro- the I know it's not the purpose, but like, like fuck, it's hot. <laughs> so like, he goes from place to place. He tries to go like to like a church, and he sees he could stay there. But the Reverend's like, nah, you know, we got like some like a a 
makeshift rehab clinic upstairs and we don't want the police down here because this is kind of like illegal. So you're going to have to go now. You're going to have to go. <laughs> um, so they the police come back and like, I feel like this is when they... Um, this is dumb. Like, I like the way the scene is, it looks. Cause like, I don't know. I like the way, like the, the, when they're interrogating the boss to find out where Sweetback is, they kind of shoot a gun near his ears. So he goes yeah. deaf somehow. Yeah. The But I like the way that the color changed in the, like the filming. Mm-hmm. And it kind of looked like really poor, like, ripple effects Mm -hmm. from, like, me first learning how to use, like, Photoshop in eighth grade. That's kind (laughs) of, like, what it looked like Uh to me. But I thought that was a really cool, like, touch. Um, At least it's, like, purposeful. So, yeah. I I was like, okay, we doing new stuff. I I appreciate the aesthetics. Visual thematic changes and that kind of stuff. So he, the guy, the beetle who's the owner, he doesn't, like, he doesn't really know where Sweetback mm-hmm. is, but he, so he doesn't say anything, even though they're low-key torturing him. Um, and Sweetback is still on the run, and now, like, since he's, like, wanted, he has, like, even more, kind of, like, more people looking mm-hmm. for him. Um, and they like put out like a press release or do like a news conference saying like, we're looking for him. So if you find him, let us know. And this is kind of like the portion of the movie where I kind of like phased out Mm -hmm. because a lot of stuff was happening. And I feel like the only scenes I really remember, it was like them taking a beetle to like because they find a guy murdered and they say that it's Sweetback so they wanted to um bring Beetle in to check and see if it's Sweetback and then they find the like he's like nah that ain't him and I think they end up killing him afterwards I don't remember what happens to Beetle I remember they like have to wheel him in on a wheelchair like they fucked him up and yeah, and then they have a guy who's like interpreting for him because he can't he can't hear anymore because, because hear. The, uh, the gun being so close to his ear and and I know they identify the guy. Well, they know they don't identify the guy, but I know Beetle starts like cracking up and the cops get pissed. Because they he knows like they found the wrong. Dog. I was like, it doesn't even look close to being like Sweetback, but you know. So, so yeah, I don't remember. They just found a black man, so it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. close to y'all's, right? <laughs> it was one of y'all's, isn't it? Like, <laughs> but yeah, they. I don't know what they did to Beetle. I don't like. I the most I remember about this movie is this opening scene. Unfortunately, um, there's a lot of chase. Not chase scenes, but I guess a lot of like running on Sweetback's part. There's a scene with the Hell's Angels that we'll get to, and more running, and I don't, and that's it. Yeah. So 
this is this is a weird another super weird scene with the the hell's angels so he comes across them and they agree to kind of like find a safe place for him to hide but in order to do so he has to sleep with their leader which is a white lady so this was so weird like this is weird so like it to me it kind of seemed like those weird well those ceremonies in the wicker man like a pagan ceremony <laughs> well yeah because they're just all there and i was like watching them have sex in this abandoned building under like the the headlights from the motorcycles yeah. like that lit the scene like all the the hell's angels were encircling them and they all had their headlights on and then just for the president and sweet back to have sex and i was just like what like it didn't none of it made it sense like i was just like it was a lot it was that was kind of the part where i like i kind of stopped zoning out because i zoned out for a while and i like you know heard motorcycles and i was like what's going on and then it was like this is so i'm not sure what this scene is supposed to do i know that he's you know essentially a sex worker has been for most of his life and so that's like the currency that he has to trade. But also it was, I don't know if he was trying to comment on like black male fetishization by white people, because that is definitely a thing. Yes. That is extremely yes. <laughs> common. Uh, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I can't. I can't give a yes or a no on on the point of this scene. I think I think that's exactly what the whole movie was trying to comment on. Mm-hmm. Period. Because that is what like Sweetback was known for. Yeah, that was his thing. Yeah, he didn't have anything and else. He barely spoke in this movie. Honestly, he's kind of like a real like a like a lone hero kind of like he doesn't have um like he doesn't have a whole lot to say when he does say it it's you know pretty short sentences um I don't even think he speaks for like he doesn't speak in like the beginning of the movie for like a long time like I think it takes like at least like 10 minutes to speak so or have any lines I guess but uh yeah I I'm not really sure. So, like, this... Okay, so, after that scene, I was just like, what? has was like, mm, yuck. But then, like, what was supposed to happen with the Hell's Angels is they were... They got them to a suite... Uh, a safe house, rather. Mm-hmm. And they were supposed to be able to go from the safe house to safety. But the police raided the safe house and the Black Panther guy he was with was able to get away. So he basically allowed him to get away and stay behind. Um, So he continued to run and in the process of getting away, he ends up killing some police officers. Mm -hmm. Um, So... 
he this cuts back and forth so it's basically like him running and then cutting back and forth to like police officers asking people in the community if they know where Sweetback is and everybody's like no I haven't seen him no I never heard of him no I don't know who that is no I don't know where he at (laughs) and like during that scene is where you find out that his name is Leroy oh really so oh geez yes I don't know so like in the in that scene they go talk to this older lady and she is saying things like, I guess I could have a son. Yeah, his name was Leroy. And when they get too big and they get too bad, they take him away. Um, So it was just her saying that over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's how you kind of got that his name was Leroy. Mm-hmm. And before he was taken away. Um, by, I guess, who took them away? Because uh, the state don't take away no kids and send them to a brothel. But I don't know. I guess maybe he was sent to like orphanage, and He's, maybe he was adopted and somehow ended up there. He escaped the orphanage. Yeah. So I I don't know. There's trying to find um, better conditions, and then you know, didn't really work out the way uh, he might have planned. <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of like basically toward like the end of the movie. He ends up paying like trading his clothes with a white man. Oh, yeah. Um at the border. And the white man ends up getting like attacked by the police and they was like, Hey, you're not a colored. And he's like, nah, man. He's like, Yeah, this black dude gave me these clothes. And I trade clothes with them. And then it cuts to like Sweetback and he's like trying to take pee pee sand, like he pissed in sand and put it on his wounds from like fighting with the police. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what does that do? I, I guess it does something, but I don't know what. Um, and then he makes it to the Mexican border and Two police officers, like, they catch up with them, and they um, send, like, some dogs to attack him. And instead of the dogs killing him, he kills the dogs and goes into Mexico. And that's it. Like, the screen ends with him saying that he'll, like, Sweetback will be back. Mm -hmm. To collect some dues, mm-hmm. and that's it. And there's a whole like song while this. And is I was like, like the the kind of chant slash song that's sort of like I guess like encouraging him to keep running. It's like <laughs> some of the parts of it's kind of kind of unintentionally funny because it's like, hurry your black ass up, sweet back, and and keep running. <laughs> <laughs> and it all is very like like I guess. Um, I don't know what style of music you would call that, but it's it's kind of like spoken word. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like jazz. It is like it's honestly. very chaotic, but it's got some parts where it feels like there's like a chorus singing to Sweetback and kind of. I guess I don't know if this is supposed to be like his internal 
monologue of trying to like keep up the motivation to keep running because at this point he's been running for like I don't know how long <laughs> 17 days and 17 long nights that's how long his ass been running bro it seems like forever yeah he basically runs from the beginning of the movie to the end so yeah but I I, I don't know I feel like I should Rewatch it only because I don't like not being fair to movies, especially movies that have like such a significance and like end up meaning a lot to people. Because I always want to like know, like, like what do you see in this movie? And I don't ever want to be like, well, fuck that movie, I didn't get it. Because maybe I was just like not in the mood, but also the scene in the beginning kind of fucked up everything. So like, if I could just. <laughs> if I could rewatch yeah, it, it, does ruin everything. If I could rewatch it, but not see that scene, I think maybe I would be more into the movie. Because if it kicks off this whole genre of film, like that's a pretty big deal. Especially since, I mean, you have directors that we kind of probably grew up like watching their movies that were obviously inspired by exploitation films so it does mean a lot mm-hmm. even today but also I just don't know how I feel about rewatching it but I mean maybe I'll rewatch it one day I am a good <laughs> I I'm good like I'm good I've seen this I've also seen badass which is a documentary about um Melvin Van Peoples Directed and written and produced by Mario Van Peebles, which is actually really cute. Okay. Um, I have not seen that. And it's basically goes into um how like his dad made mm-hmm. the movie. Like again, it's weird because Mario's playing Melvin. Um but it it's pretty cool. And um Cleo Thomas plays Mario Van Peebles. Oh wow. Um Yes. And if there's another movie what did I watch? I also watched a documentary about it. So like Badass is a biopic. But there's also a documentary about Mario Van Peebles that's actually like really interesting. Okay, maybe and I should watch those I, instead of watching this. I, I think you okay. should as well. They're really interesting. You can also watch that episode of Living Single where Regine <laughs> um, <laughs> dates both Mario and Melvin Van Peebles at the same what? time. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have never seen this episode. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. Cool idea. I forget what episode it, it is. Um, but she dates both of them. Um, she likes Melvin a little bit more than Mario. Oh, um, <laughs> it was really good. I was like, I'm into this. This family okay. has had a lot of good <laughs> talks with each other because I just worry <laughs> about the mil- the mental state. <laughs> That would have that would you know that would 
the mental problems that might arise from some of these situations, even if it's like playing, like it's acting, so it's pretending, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it is wild, but I, I'm good. I feel like, I feel, okay, even though I'm good with it, I feel like y'all should watch it. First of all, so y'all can suffer like God. us, but also, um, so you can actually see the the significance of the movie. Like, like we said, it does legit have its historical and cultural value. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is a very important movie for yeah. us. Like, it's a movie that, like, black people are capable like black people are film goers i was having a conversation with one of my friends the other day where like we were talking about like david lynch movies Mm -hmm. because she watched one i think she watched uh mulholland drive Drive. and then watched blue velvet and she was very upset with it because you know how weird david lynch is is but she's also watched like Twin Peaks. So she's seen, like, she knows what he's about, uh-huh. but that doesn't stop him from being upsetting. He and give a fuck. What I was telling. He does not give a fuck. <laughs> he does. He's so weird. He does not he's explain. Creepy. He doesn't tell you. I won't. He, <laughs> what did he say? He said one, I think he mentioned one of his films. I cannot remember which one, but he mentioned it being his most spiritual film. And they asked him to elaborate, and he said no. <laughs> like, Nope. <laughs> nope. And there's no comma to that. That's a nope with a period. <laughs> like, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> but yeah, I understand. I watched, I watched like, Mulholland Drive and I was like, what did I just do? Like, what? My brain feels like I turned it inside out. <laughs> I only watched, like, some of mm-hmm. it. Like, I watched, like, half of it and I was like, I had to tap yeah. out. But watching, watching a lot of stuff like that, Watching a lot of movies, you realize that me a lot of movies and media in general aren't made for you mm-hmm. as a black person yeah. at all. And you see that all the time. Like anytime a creator exp- like gets backlash about their cast not being diverse, like their cast isn't diverse because it necessarily doesn't have to be and sometimes um, i'm like because do you really as, want do you want black people in this movie about crazy like, shit when we were looking up that uh when we were looking up um what movie to do oh, next and we found um, out about tarantino's Once upon a time in movie hollywood hollywood the the so y'all and tape movie yeah so when we were looking up for this episode we found out that there was black backlash about that movie because it wasn't didn't have diverse casting and i was like wait people are upset because a movie about someone trying to um inside a race war (laughs) by killing a actress isn't diverse enough like sometimes people cry for diversity in ways that you don't want to be involved with as a person of color. I like, think also, some stuff you just don't need to be I into. I think maybe this goes into what we talked about earlier with like Get Out and Black Panther and somehow how people do too much. I think it's because in many ways people are starved for 
any sort of representation. So when they get it, they're just like hype as fuck, which is, I mean, appropriate. But also it's kind of like, this movie might not be the movie you want to have all the blacks in unless you completely like race bent the whole thing i mean i can't i can't even you can't even do that because the whole point was to start a race war yeah like they killed the white lady and her you know the pregnant white lady and all her friends and trying to blame it on the blacks so they could kick off this race war. So so that Charles Manson so, could be, oh my God, y'all, like. <laughs> so he could dominate and rule all the leftover black folks. That's basically what he said. Like, that, that's exactly what That said. was the whole goal. <laughs> so he could rule the blacks and whoever is left. So any black person like, in this movie would not be treated well. I just know. Exactly. But like. You know Samuel L. Jackson's going to make an appearance. It's a fucking Tarantino film. Oh, God. He's going to make an appearance. Of course he's going to be there. Oh, God. It's going to be weird. But, like, it's... It's sad that you... When you realize that... When you realize that you're not the target audience. Mm -hmm. They don't care if you watch this Mm -hmm. or not. Like, it's not meant for you. And that's why, like... That's why stuff like like Sweet Sweetback and Dolomite and Foxy Brown and Friday and Coming to America mm-hmm. and Black Panther and Get Out. Like these things are important because first of all, they make you feel seen. Second of all, they have such a profound cultural influence mm-hmm. that because honestly, guys, like being black is lit as fuck. Like mm-hmm. being a black person is both of is simultaneously the best and the worst. Um, it's the best because we're awesome. Like the fortitude of black people is amazing. Like we've been through so Why much. Why do you stuff motherfuckers couldn't handle it? Probably need to go through that stuff in the future. But see where we are like the ability to laugh about the most depressing things ever like you see that all day on twitter like how you could take something that's so messed up and laugh Mm -hmm. about it because sometimes that's all you can do um that that's what i admire about black being like black people that's something that i admire about being black myself each other but at the same time like we're treated terribly almost all the time like you literally can't breathe while being black without getting Mm -hmm. the shit like they don't like people don't want you here for no reason and it sucks but this this kind of stuff is important and sadly like since we're like we're high-key devout like we're we're devalued in a lot of different ways so if it comes to a point where like if you don't support black endeavors or black media at sometimes it's not always true but like sometimes they don't like fuck with it no more like they don't want to continue on with it um because the the support wasn't there for it and now 
that's also double edged yeah. sword because not because everything is not that great. Sport, but yeah, like if it's not that great, don't bother with it. You don't have to see it because it's black. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like you not seeing Black Panther it didn't matter, y'all. I hate to break it to you, but not seeing Black Panther legitimately didn't matter into like the success of the movie because y'all it's a marvel movie it was gonna make money anyway like it was gonna make money regardless so like the future of black america hinging on black panther was wild like i can't believe people blew it up to that proportion but do you remember that tweet about there was like rules and regulations about when you went to go see black panther this is what you were gonna do and what you're not gonna do and i was like <laughs> they're like yeah, do like, you talk to your fellow uh, moviegoers and I was like you better not fucking talk to me during this shit <laughs> I want to see this shit just as much as everybody else but don't fucking talk to me <laughs> during this I was like what do not talk to me during well it depends on the, movie. on the movie but also but. I was like listen <laughs> I would like to see this movie too I would like to catch all the jokes. <laughs> Don't do this to me. It's like, oh, we're going to be taking pictures at the Black Panther event. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> but I'm like, it's so, it's 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 good and bad because you get so little movies that you feel like that represent you. So when you do get the one movie, you hinge everything on that, you cut on that one movie. And I was like, I wish there was more that people there's I guess that there's not just one good black film her award season or whatever like there's enough that people can feel like they can go to the movies all the time and feel like they can see the movies that they want to see and enjoy themselves in that way because like I don't want to like make fun of people for enjoying themselves but also it's like like I feel mad and kind of sad that that there's so many people who hinge on like one movie a year yeah so because i think last year it was moonlight and even then people still were saying that that moonlight didn't get enough love and i was like it was a universally acclaimed movie i haven't seen one bad review of this movie, it has an Oscar for Best Picture. The way it got the Oscar was crazy, but it has it. But like, <laughs> but like it had, like it has acclaim. So I don't know, I don't know, I don't know where I'm going. I just feel like some people are 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 very doing a lot, doing the most with the least. You mean? And it's it's understandable why, but I wish it didn't have to be that way. Yeah. I guess is is the best yeah. way I can say it. I completely mm-hmm. agree. Because somebody was like, "Well, Moonlight didn't get any any love at all," and I was like, "I know that's a fucking lie. <laughs> that is a lie. That is a lie." Like, won I, was like, I, I, I don't know how many other awards or what other awards it could win. That's the only important one. Really? <laughs> so. I mean, I guess 
<laughs> I guess, okay, we all over the place. But I guess I see with like, with Moonlight, I feel like at certain points, you couldn't talk about Moonlight without bringing in up, like bringing up uh, and La That La made Land. no fucking sense to me Which... at all because those movies literally have not one goddamn thing to do with the other. Not a single thing. There's not the same plot. It's not the same structure. It's not even set in the same place. I was so confused. I was like, why are we talking about this movie? Y'all aren't going to go hard on the Casey Affleck movie? <laughs> like the rapist movie? I don't get it. Ugh. Oh, God. was that the ghost no, movie? It was well, no, that's Manchester, that one. The, the house yeah, fire. Manchester, <laughs> Manchester by the Sea was the movie. Or the one with fucking... Didn't George, not George Clooney, didn't Mel Gibson have something that was nominated? I was like, y'all could go hard on these. But I... Yeah, that movie with Andrew Barfield. I, I'm sorry. I, feel, I, I don't want to be police. I'm going to edit everything out. I don't want to be the police on like what, what people are outraged by. But I remember being like, I don't really get why these two movies are being compared. Because they literally have not one thing to do with each other. Nothing not in common. One, not even the same genre of film. I was like, I'm so confused. What are y'all doing? But I think if people let the movie be the movie is maybe an important goal that maybe one day we can have where, where the movie yeah. can just be the movie and it doesn't have to be too much or too little or so much hinging on it because when if it's a movie where it's an, it's not even good and then you hint everything on like you you know placed your eggs in one basket and then you're pissed because it sucks which we haven't had many of but i know it will that's me and it follows i don't yeah. even oh, i don't like that movie either that was really bad. <laughs> i hate it <laughs> okay so thank you guys for listening i know it cut out a little early um, but we really appreciate you checking us out. Um, you can contact us on Twitter. We're at BLK Grow Film Club. Um, you can also visit our website at blackgrowfilmclub.com. That's all spelled out, B-L-A-C-K, growfilmclub.com. You can also email us at blackgrowfilmclub at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening, and check out our next episode.